Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words like me play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally, me. It starts with self, and that is something that Play With Me stands for. Play With Me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things one complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch.
do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. Ready to love life? Join me on a transformative journey with Tantra. I'm Tara Rose, inviting you to say yes to the present moment. Tantra is more than sex. It's a spiritual path using the body for expansion. In our sessions, we explore bliss and emotional pain, ignite your life force energy, and create a safe space for growth. I guide women, men, and couples, in person or online, blending traditional and neo-tantra. This can be a profound journey to recognize your true self. Book a discovery call at tararose.net, that's T-A-R-A-R-O-S-E, or message on WhatsApp 076-5355-949. Tantra with Tara Rose. Activate, nourish, and enrich your mind, body, and spirit.
and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. Passionate pollies and sultry swingers, it's time for Lola's Lifestyle Lectures on your favorite seduction station, Lust FM, for the lustful listeners. And on that, before the music starts playing again, which it's not supposed to do, I mean, what's the beginning of a show without some technical difficulties, right? Good evening, lustfuls. Welcome to Lesson 2 in Semester 1 of the non-monogamous spin-off of Lola's Lessons, Lola's Lifestyle Lectureship. As usual, I'd like to start off by mentioning the endorsement site, the Council of Fantasy, Lola's favorite friends at the COF. The COF is a lifestyle-orientated community catering for BDSM, lifestylers and everybody that wants to learn how to enhance their intimacy. If you don't know what that is, this is exactly the place for you, right? If you want to explore something exciting with your partner, come and learn how to do that on the COF. The COF hosts events in all spectrums and um, it's a safe, sane and consensual community. We are all inclusive and the only shame we shame is shaming itself, right? One of the main focuses of the COF is education and not just in BDSM or in lifestyle, but in sex, mind and body positivity. There's a women empowerment group, there's an education group, there's a lifestyle group. I mean, there's even a classifieds group. So if you've got a business, just come advertise with us at least and find out what the real community is all about. Your Lola Blakely production moderators this evening on the Podbean app. If you guys see them around and you see them like enforcing all of the rules, um, say hi. They are Big Red, Jaded Mal and Miss Medusa78 herself. I'd like to welcome my co-host, my surprise co-host for this evening's, uh, the classy mistress of rabbits, Kinky Bunny. Miss KB herself. Yes, Lustfuls, that's right. You guys know her. 
We all love her. I'm talking about Lola's favoritist social media public relations manager, as well as the Lola Blakely Industries production manager, Miss KB. Good evening, Miss KB. And thank you for co-hosting with me, baby. Hi, Miss Lola. I'm so excited. Finally get to hear my voice on the show. I mean, everybody knows you because you're always interacting with everybody on the show, right? But, I mean, nobody's really heard the voice. Behind, no, they haven't really heard the voice behind the person. Behind, like that. <laughs> Don't say that on it. <laughs> this is not a space for that. You're always enforcing. I mean, now you get to go. Are so you excited? I'm very excited, Miss Lola. Really? I must say, I'm slightly nervous sitting next to you. You're so beautiful. Oh, thank you, Miss Lola. Oh, and you're you... luscious as always. Did you listen last night? Miss Common said my lashes. My lashes. I heard Miss Common said the lashes. It was so gorgeous. Oh, and now I forgot to put my my special new mascara on for you. Oh, Miss Lola, you look beautiful every time I see you. Anyway. But you know I dress up for you, baby. Always. I know. I'm good like that. <laughs> <laughs> so this evening, folks, Lola came to visit her favorite Polly family in their home. Yes, that is the Polly Dragons. And the guest for tonight's segment is none other than Mr. Black Dragon. Mr. Black Dragon is the co-founder, technical director, and the protector of the CIF, Lola's favorite friends at the Council of Fantasy. So basically, guys, I work for him and for um, KB, but let's not get into that, right? He's been living an ethically non-monogamous lifestyle for the last eight years. And for six of those years, he's had an ongoing poly relationship. Well, not an ongoing. For the, past, for, the, for the last six years, out of those eight years, he has had ongoing poly relationships. There we go. He currently has two autonomous, and we'll talk about the word autonomous in, in a second. He, has, he currently has two autonomous poly relationships, as well as an additional play partner. Gosh, this guy's busy. Um, I mean, just um, his polyamorous relationship lifestyle is built on his on a personal TOE engagement contract. Oh, I want to know more about that. I mean, personal contract. I wonder, I wonder if that's a contract that he sets up with himself. We'll get to that. It's um, So his polyamorous relationship lifestyle is built on a personal TOE engagement contract covering emotional well-being, relationship structure, communication, and protection. So in my humble opinion, lustful listeners, with his personal experience, Mr. Black Dragon is definitely the perfect guest for the segments of Lola's Lifestyle Lectures on Probably Polly. Mr. Black Dragon, good evening, handsome. Welcome. Good evening, Lola. How um, are you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes and have a radio voice. Listen, what are you doing during the weekend? You do like voiceovers for Lola. I can if you ask my husband. Oh my gosh, this is insane. My ears. <laughs> Mr. Black Dragon, good evening and welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for opening your home to us and thank you for allowing us to delve a little bit into your mind as the head of a poly family. I mean, I think it's quite exciting. I think it's quite exhilarating. And I think it's quite a handful. I mean, I've got two of your ladies in, in, in the room with us this evening, right? Yes, indeed. But um, um, I wouldn't call myself head of a poly family. Okay. What is it? Why, why would you say that? Why not head of a poly family? Well, that would indicate a form of hierarchy, which is one of the forms of polyamory. And we do not practice hierarchical poly. 
not hierarchical poly. What is no. what, what is hierarchical poly? Hierarchical poly is is based around you have a, a primary couple, mm. and then you have secondary relationships. Mm. Whereas your non-hierarchical poly is more free than that. It's not necessarily based around a specific couple itself. Oh, I see. I see. Um, Miss Miss KB, what do you know about a poly poly family? I shouldn't actually even ask you because I just know. We might as well tell our listeners. Mr. Black Dragon is your wife. Is your wife? Is your husband? I mean, that KB is your wife, right? That is correct. Okay, and she's your first first and primary partner. Is it, can I call it a primary partner? Is it a primary partner? Because this is where autonomy comes in, right? So they, it would I would not necessarily be his primary partner because our relationships are autonomous mm -hmm. um, by means of um, the time he spends with me is mm -hmm. relative only to me. And mm -hmm. I have no control or say or whatever of what he has to do with his other partners. Mm -hmm. um, only thing is I might be feel... I would need to not necessarily protect myself, but act accordingly if I if my feelings get hurt. And we'll, we'll I'll ask the questions as we mm. go along. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Mr. Black Dragon, before we get into autonomy and the different relationships, let's go with what is poly. Uh, in short, it is a philosophy. A philosophy. Yes, uh, allowing people to have multiple loving connections or relationships. Okay, so you said you use the word loving there. Okay, so there's a difference. Um, there's a difference between a polyamorous relationship. Okay, so this is lifestyle lectureship, right? Lifestyle lectureship is in essence a relationship and sex guide for everybody that has a relationship or interest in a relationship or current standing relationship that is ethically non-monogamous that's what the lifestyle lectureship is all about right all about being ethical. exactly it's all about giving guide to people that want to explore ethical non-monogamy yes. so polyamory poly uh, poly is basically a form of ethical non-monogamy what makes polyamorous people or po polygamous people different from swingers the emotions involved Emotions and all. Yes, where swingers are more about the, the physical aspects, you know, let's let's hook up, let's play, let's have fun. Mm. Polyamorous people are more about the relationships that you build with those people. Okay, that makes sense. I think, in my opinion, there's a little bit more of a permanence in the relationship of that partner in your life um, in polyamorous or polygamous type relationships, where mm. in swingers, that's a play partner. You might play with them regularly or you might decide to swap and play with somebody else on another night or whatever mm. it is. Um, with the, the, the term polyamorous means many loves. Mm -hmm. So you have a, an emotional and a mental connection um, and a, almost like a protective being with, your, one of your, with any one of your partners. Mm. So it's a physical relationship with more than one with more than yes. one person. Okay. Yes, but not not all polyamorous relationships are sexually based. Oh, really? Yes, you can have, for instance, a, a very 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 close friend, mm. um, and in some cases, some people would actually see that as, say, for argument with KB and myself, married, and I've got an extremely close friend. Mm -hmm. I could still be seen as being poly because I have a very strong connection with that specific person, mm. but we might not be sexual at all. At all. So, so then, so there doesn't necessarily have to be any intimacy or any sexual involved. No. You can have a platonic, platonic uh, poly, poly, relationship. polyamorous relationship. 
that's very interesting. So basically, what we're telling the what we're telling the listeners is um, that swingers just have multiple sexual relations with multiple partners, whereas a polyamorous relationship, polyamorous or polygamous relationship dynamic would be it involves love, it involves connection, it involves um, being Primar- together. Primarily that connection. Yes, that connection. Why do people choose poly? Why? Why? Why did you choose poly? Let's start with that. Why? Well, we all have an abundance of love, mm. um, and it's basically sharing that love and those emotions with the people around mm. you. Okay, I'm going to ask one straightforward, hardcore, down to the bone question that all of the listeners—that's probably on, on all of the listeners' minds—and I mean, we all know that Lola's lessons is pre-planned and predetermined but not scripted it's raw real and authentic so i'm going to go off on a limb and i'm going to say most of my listeners are listening if especially if they're vanilla and they know nothing about this they were they are sitting there wondering do poly people all sleep together so you are saying you've got a wife you've got a girlfriend and you've got a a, 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 a play partner do all of you guys sleep together this is what the, the listeners most probably are thinking no, about no, that's not how poly works in, in some cases, uh, a polycule, which is your collection of the connected people. Mm. In, in some scenarios, that group of people might choose to literally connect with each other in that sense. So mm. then people will sleep together throughout within the polycule. Mm. But in, in our case, it, that's not the case. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is this is really really. It interesting. sounds like a bit of an orgy, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that falls more in the swingers' role, yes. right? Because yeah. that's that's what swingers are all about. That's what they they do, right? Yeah, well, the, the, if you're in the polycule and they decide to all sleep together, that sounds like an orgy, not necessarily a one-on-one relationship with but that's additional only if people. They all sleep together at the same time, then it's an orgy. Okay, guys, this is getting technical. <laughs> <laughs> No, for instance, my wife has her partner. Mm-hmm. He's my best friend. Okay, so your so just repeat that. Hold on, your wife has a has a partner as well. Yes. Okay. He is he's considered my metamorph. That's what, just a what term. Is a metamorph? What so is the so he is connected to me mm-hmm. via her. Okay. Yes. And guys... my girlfriend and my wife are metamorphs as well. They're mm-hmm. both connected to each other via me. Mm-hmm. So do you and your wife's um partner have a good relationship would you say i believe so mm. i mean how do you handle jealousy in this it, it can be an issue um it happens insecurities jealousies those kind of things happen all the time mm. in most cases it comes down to actually just communicating what you're feeling why you're feeling it and, mm. and trying to work out exactly how that can be resolved mm. I mean, I must say, and and I commend you guys for this because I've obviously spent um, the afternoon, yeah, with you guys, right? I yes. mean, seeing and I got to see firsthand how you guys, because it's just been the four of you, and and myself, right? So I've come to see how you guys move and how you guys, how your groove works, how your vibe is at home, and it's absolutely fascinating to me. I mean, um, Mr. Dragons. Um, is it a, you don't have a, a secondary partner and a, and a, and a primary partner? We don't, no, we that, that would be if it was hierarchy. Hierarchy, yes. Okay, so so Mr. Black Dragons, can I call it your girlfriend? Yes. Girlfriend came out earlier and offered us something to drink. And I mean, her and you, Miss um, KB, had a, had a brief interaction. And it was it was fun to watch. You guys look like 
like girlfriends not not girlfriends in the sense of a relationship but friends yeah we actually um are very good friends um i actually introduced her to mr black dragon because i was the first person to ever put rope on her in a public space and basically she's been attached to me ever since oh that's absolutely beautiful that's gorgeous and we've been friends and she supports me with my workshops and supports me with actually even when i have a bit of a uh, a bit of my own insecurities and feelings hurt by some of things that happen in the other uh, poly things Mm. Um, she's been quite supportive in that. Mm. I don't know. I know we're going a little bit off topic here and, and like diverging from the questions. And I'm, I'm going to let you start hosting, <laughs> co-hosting with me because we discussed this ahead of time. I'm like, okay, you got You can't be the guest as well. Miss KB, you're going to have to co-host. <laughs> now, I'm making you the guest. I'm sorry. But I'm trying to get the most amount of information out of this episode, right? So... Um, what I was gonna say, oh, yes, that's what I was gonna say. Um, a while ago, I don't know if you guys ever watched it on DSTV, there was um, on TLC and a channel on DSTV, there was a um, series called Sister Wives. Yes, that's pretty much what it is. Yes, Sister so, Wives. And, and I love that because it's like having a sister, um, within your, 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 home environment within your intimate relationship having that sister that if, and that was i think they all polygamous right they're yes, not they polygamous. polygamous they're polygamous because it's one, one one husband with two wives with with multiple wives yes. as well as many as more than one yeah. more than one wife okay and i love that aspect of it you know just seeing how they how they work together and how they bounce off of each other and how they support each other and how much love there was to to give and to share I think it becomes tricky. It does. Mm. Especially if, 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 if one partner has, has a problem and it can affect everybody around. So mm. it's literally the ripple effect. Mm. Throw people in the pond and see where the ripples go. Okay, so let's cover quickly. What is the difference between polyamorous and polygamous? Because we just touched on that. So let's, let's go, get okay. into that more. So you guys would be um, polyamorous, right? That is correct. Okay, yes. because polyamorous, the, the the difference of polyamorous is then. No, I'm allowed to have multiple partners. I've mm-hmm. my beautiful wife, my beautiful girlfriend, and mm-hmm. my play partner. Mm-hmm. My wife is allowed to have multiple partners if she so chooses. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend even is allowed to have multiple partners if she so chooses. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is the difference? The 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 official uh, difference between polyamorous and polygamous? We... Polygamy is you would have. One husband, multiple wives, or one wife, multiple husbands. Mm-hmm. Whereas with polyamory, it is every partner involved within that specific setup may have one or more partners. Ah, uh, okay. One and many, and many and all. Ma- many, many to many versus many to one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um. Okay, hold on. So let me just get this straight. Polygamous, polygamous is um, one partner, many partner, uh, one person, many partners, and polyamorous is many and many. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, Mr. Dragon, I have a question for you. Look at you hosting and shit. <laughs> you a good host. Fine, I'll step back. I'll give you a chance. Um, how do you manage your uh, boundary manage boundaries with your other partners? Um, how do you how do you protect the your your yourself and your your more permanent partners from STDs? Should your other partners decide to have 
multiple partners, etc. How does that work? I want to understand because we have to we have to be conscious of we live in a modern world. Things like STIs, STDs, um, all sorts of things flow in the air, in the juices. I know it's all sexy, but we need to kind of like be safe. That's a very good question, yeah. The best thing you can do is to make sure that you've got open, honest communication between you and your partners. If I'm to play with somebody else, um, I need to inform my partners about it so that they can make informed decisions regarding whether they want to continue playing with me at that point in time or not. Um, it's just to ensure their safety and mine, and I expect the same from my partners in that specific you know, scenario. Okay. Does it work on a basis of you need consent from your partners or is it a thing of just not notifying them that you're playing with them or how does that, how does that communication same. happen? How does that work? Because there are, there are a few things that in, within our setup we take into consideration. Um, before I would, for instance, play with our protection with uh, another partner. I would actually get consent from my current partners to make sure that they are comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. um, same with uh, any changes in relationship status. So mm -hmm. if you're having a play partner and you actually want to go into a full-on relationship with that person, mm -hmm. I would discuss it with my current partners and make sure that they are comfortable with it and that we can all work together in that sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you've already got basically three ladies. You don't want to upset Three ladies at the same time, Martin. No, that would be a catastrophe. A idea, yeah. <laughs> okay. I would like to find out. They, I've read, obviously I did a little bit of research coming into uh, tonight's episode. Um, I've read that there are different kinds of poly practices, right? I mean, I, I'm sure you know, most of our listeners have heard of the term uh, uh, kitchen poly. We, we spoke about, I heard the term a couple of times mentioned today. What are the different um, relationship, the different poly relationships? Do you know? Can you can you give me an example I've, of a couple? I've, I've got a, a list. It's just basically. Oh, you've also done research then. Yes, I had to, Look at you being and prepared and, and, and I made notes. And you made. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that notepad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you got no. an ugly handwriting? I want to know. Chicken scratch all the way. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Left-handed. So am I. Look at you. High five with the right hand <laughs> for the left hand. Okay, cool. Um, so primarily we've got your hierarchical poly, uh, non-hierarchical, solely polyamory, parallel polyamory. Uh, and then kitchen, ta kitchen table, you also have the VO hinge polyamory and polyfidelity. Fidelity, not infidelity. Polyfidelity. Do we have, do we have the um, breakdown of each of those? Uh, I do. Give me a second. While you look for that, right, you guys said, I'm going to go to you again, KB. What is your, while you look for that, I'll, I'll find out from KB. KB, what is your, your viewpoint on kitchen poly? Because that's, that's basically what you, you're accustomed to as well. Yeah, um, speaking of kitchen table poly, it's basically almost like you're having a meeting around the table and you're mm -hmm. actually discussing the various aspects of the relationships and how one's actions could be affecting the other uh, the other people within the poly uh, family i wouldn't like playing with uh, an additional partner can, having can an additional partner an impact can on, impact on, on everybody field. else does somebody have a problem with a new person um have they been tested um because we we need as being poly and the potential of having other playmates coming in often 
we have a need to be um, tested, particularly from the black from Black Dragon side, with him having um, more than just one of us or two of us at a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, so our agreement is we we test about every six months, unless we have testing. reason to believe that there is necessity for testing more often. But mm. other than that, usually we stick to roughly every six months doing testing just to be on the safe side. I mean, you guys should just get into contact with Lola's friends at Pamka. We at, already did that. Are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are the you are the production manager, so I'm sure you you, you like of got into contact. Of course, we're going to use Lola's contacts. <laughs> okay, so let's hear the definitions there, Dragon. Okay, so hierarchical uh, involves partners who consider each other their first priority. So that will be like a, a couple scenario, and we are then free to pursue romantic relationships outside of this primary uh, relationship. Non-hierarchical, basically this means that there is no specific, this everything centers around this one couple. Mm -hmm. uh, solo comes down to the individual has multiple romantic relationships. Um, that doesn't have your your normal views or, or markers of of commitment to anyone in specific. Mm. Uh, whereas parallel, it's a it's a couple at the center of of the relationship, but they both date outside of their own relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and in, in some some cases like that, um, the metamorphs might actually not even ever meet each other. So that's a it's a whole different different way of doing it. Wow. And then, like like Kavi said, when you have your kitchen, your kitchen party, it's more everybody coming together, discussing the various aspects and topics, and and making decisions from there. Then you've got your V or hinge polyamory, which to me sounds a, quite a bit like polygamy, in that you have you have one person who dates two or more people. Um, they don't necessarily date outside of that one relationship that they have with that one person. So you could literally almost like a have a V shape or a in that sense. And then polyfidelity is um basically a polyamorous or polymonogamy. Um but it is to a point where people have decided that okay this is our polycule and we will not date or be sexually interactive or make connections with anybody outside of our polycule. Um. Okay. Yeah. Whereas in our case, we are more, more open in that regard. That's okay. pretty cool. Um, just a little comment on the left handies in the room. Mm. Um, left Listen, you're sitting close to Lola, right? <laughs> and you're close to my left, you on my left handed side, and that's my strong side. So I careful. am not about to insult you, Miss Lola. We just hands up, like smacks on the bumps. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do this thing. Um, left handed people are generally a lot smarter than the average human. And, and we know um, this. <laughs> but unfortunately, their lifespans are not as long as the rest of us. We know. Have okay. you seen how Lola lives? However, <laughs> they have one some of the most tremendous creative streaks in all spectrums of life. Oh, really? Yes. Can I tell you a little? Listen, we never talk about Lola's private life, right? I don't allow that on air, but I'll give the listeners a little insight into Lola. So Lola is left-handed, as we just heard, right? But... um. I was never, and I'll share this with you, Miss KB, because I mean I love you so much. I was, I was, I never considered myself to be creative at all. I can't draw. I write like a damn doctor. I wish I was one, but I write like one. Same here. So, I mean, I mean, if, if if you give me a script, I can possibly fill it in for you, and it will look authentic. <laughs> I'm not saying I did that ever, <laughs> right? Um, 
I could never color in the lines. I can't draw. And, um, you know, I can't paint. So I forever, I was, forever was I wondering, where's my creativity that everybody keeps on saying I'm supposed to have as a left-handed wow. person? And then, so. I mean... Then Lola's lessons. And then I was like, oh, shitness. That's where I'm creative. I can create shows. <laughs> so here's a little bit of an inside story of KB. Let's hear it. KB is actually a so sapiosexual. She's got an, an attraction to particularly to the mind, the mind yes, but emotional intelligence on top of it. So Something Lola. about Lola's play partners and her actual life partners in, her, in the poly. Um, all my partners are lefties. You just said Lola's play partners and no, Lola's party Miss partners. There we go. I'm thinking, did I just gain a whole family? <laughs> <laughs> all my partners are lefties. I'm taking you all home. I mean, no, you just said it's Lola's partners. So <laughs> now, now I get to take you all home. <laughs> I, should, I, should have a, I should have a chat with my mate tomorrow. He just, he just got a partner he's not aware of. <laughs> Listen, I'm not called Miss Lola for no reason, right? It's going to be a hierarchical poly when I'm involved. I'm just saying. Miss Lola sits at the top. Crack the whip. There we go. Okay, so I want to know also, Black Dragon, um, why do people choose poly relationships? What I mean, what are, you know what? Hold on. Before we go on to that, it's time for break. But when we come back from break, just prepare yourself for this question, right? I want to know what are the benefits. Thank you. Oh, such a gentleman. Look how chivalrous it is. He's I dropped my phone and, you, he's, and he gets the phone for me. You're bending already. No worries. Thank you very, very much, Mr. Dragon. <laughs> Uh, when we come back from the break, I would love to find out um, why people choose to to practice poly um, and what the benefits and the hardships are of that. Okay. So, I mean, prepare your questions. Get your notebook. And let's teach these <laughs> listeners a lesson or two. Listen, Lustfuls, this evening you are listening to Lola and KB as we explore a poly dynamic. If you aren't a swinger and you aren't monogamous, are you probably Polly? Let's find out when we come back from the break. Go and refill your drinks. Go and get comfortable. And come and learn a lesson or two on Lola's Lifestyle Lectureship. Ten minutes and we'll be back, guys. Mwah.
Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words like me, play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with, intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally me, it starts with self and that is something that Play With Me stands for. Play With Me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch.
do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info.
The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, Lustfuls, and well, good evening, Lustfuls, and welcome back to lesson two in semester one of this the non-monogamous spin-off of Lola's lessons, Lola's lifestyle lectureships. This evening, I'm visiting my favourite Polly family, the Dragons. My co-host for this evening is none other than the gorgeous. Madam KB herself, Kinky Bunny. She's normally our admin manager. And Madam, can you stop like managing the mods and managing the app and just co-host with me? Because I can see you typing on the app, Madam. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I can't let go of my responsibilities. <laughs> I mean, forever an admin manager, right? <laughs> forever managing and making sure everybody's doing their bit. <laughs> so, um, the Lola Blakely production moderators on the Podbean app for this evening are Big Red, a Jaded Mal, and our Madam Medusa, 78. So, if you guys see them hanging around on the chatter, say hi, ask them your questions, and they can direct it directly to us, or they can answer a couple um, as well. These moderators are yeah because we are engaged in this topic of sex positivity. I mean, guys... Sex is sacred, right? And within the sacred space, we need to keep, we need to try and keep the hosts and the production team as well as the listeners somewhat safe because everybody knows, like the world tries and take it, tries to take advantage when anything sexual is concerned. So the moderators are here for our safety and just to help us navigate the app while we host and we get the most information from our guests throughout the segment. I'd love to welcome back Mr. Dragon. Mr. Dragon is the co-founder, the technical director, the and the protector of the COF. He's been living an ethically non-monogamous lifestyle for the last eight years. And for six of those years, he's had ongoing poly relationships. He currently has two autonomous poly relationships as well as an additional play partner. This man has a lot of time apparently because three women and one and one guy, I mean, gosh, he's got big balls. <laughs> Are you sure it's um, a lot of time on his hands or does he just have big hands and a big cock? Uh, well, um, mic drop, bam! <laughs> there goes KB. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why I got it to co-host with me, right? <laughs> um, his polyamorous lifestyle is built on a personal TOE engagement contract covering emotional well-being, relationship structure, communication, and protection. So that, guys, is, in my humble opinion, why we chose Mr. Black Dragon as the guest for this segment of Lola's Life lifestyle lectures called probably poly if you aren't a swinger and you're definitely not monogamous are you probably poly i mean 
black dragon, if you're not a swinger, and you're definitely not monogamous, do you think that would consider you? You could consider yourself poly. Are you alive? No, you're alive. <laughs> then yes, most likely. If you're not the other two, then you have to be the, the last one. I mean, you gotta pick one, right? Yeah, you gotta pick. Unless something. you, uh, unless, unless you wanna be celibate for the rest of your life. I was gonna say, there's somebody. There's somebody told me a, a while ago that they're just not engaging in any relationships or any sexual relationships whatsoever with anybody else besides themselves. Like, then there's actually a term for that. It's mean, called asexuality. Asexuality. That's it. Yes, one of my friends from season one is actually has turned asexual. Yeah, it's called autosexuality, and autosexuality is you find yourself attractive and you only want to play with yourself or have love yourself or have sex with yourself. Um, in any kind it of way. It involves no yeah. other person it, besides it, self. It, it ranges along the lines of your asexualism, you've got your demisexuals, you've got your sapiosexuals, you've got your um, your your pansexuals. Um, so you can have a specific sexual orientation, but you can also have um, a specific proclivity within your sexual uh, orientation. Um, a pansexual, for example, as long as they find the person attractive, Mm. mentally and physically and emotionally they mm. can have sex with them a demisexual is definitely leaning to more towards that emotional and mental connection where your mm. sapiosexual is after that intelligence um i'm definitely a sapiosexual <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what i listen lola is sapiosexual so i'm an ace yes and then on top, <laughs> on top of that you could have um if you're like a heteroflexual flexible woman or a bisexual woman you could become a unicorn if you're in the swingers world or even mm. in the polyamorous world or are there are there unicorns in the polyamorous world you no. do, not really but some poly couples or poly couples within a poly dynamic um, dynamic could possibly bring a unicorn into their play that might be what has been discussed might be negotiated, negotiated. Mm. oh this is hot we want to play with another girl um in the for the male version of that would be a um a, i would call them a stag or no you get a stag no. and a vixen a stag is more like your bull mm -hmm. your vixen is isn't that hot wife we we covered this last yes. week and guys you see you see all of these terminologies that kb is throwing out this is exactly my last for listeners why lola has grabbed her up swooped her up kept her for myself and made her production manager because i mean i mean i'm also the brain a little bit kinky Exactly. <laughs> so you fit We're in sharing. with all three bits of production. I don't share KB. Okay, she's mine. I took her. Like she. Also, she's a she's we a part had of this gold. Conversation, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you don't. You don't have a choice. You have to share with me at least. And I'm fairly certain <sighs> if you don't want to share with her metamor, you're gonna have a problem. I mean, do I look like a person that likes sharing? No, I'm a selfish little bitch, me. <laughs> also, you can have the relationship side of her. I just want her production management skills. Because can you hear how well she knows? Like, she I, she, she gets this shit, right? <laughs> I've been supporting you since day one, Miss Lola. I know. It's like, I listen. You listen. And I read and I find out all the information that Miss Lola needs to know about anything. And exactly. if I've got an answer for her, I'll give it to her. Also, li uh, listen, lustful listeners. If you guys haven't noticed yet, um, Lola's lessons and all two and both of the spin-off shows, so all three production shows, right? Um, has we've now converted it. Not only can you find us um on our YouTube channel, but we're also available as a blog. The blog is actually um derived from the lesson itself, and that is available on a weekly basis for all three shows. And um, KB is heading up the blog 
for for these shows, right? I mean, you do a lot of typing for Lola. Yes, I am a little bit behind, but I'm also researching the topics at the same time with my with my with my blog posts. So um, I'm not just verbatim typing up what we discussed or mm. what gets discussed it's in the show. Not just the translation. I'm no. adding um, a little bit more meat and understanding and. Mm. Something content. content to digest mm. so you can understand the topics just that little bit more, mm. especially for if you have a specific proclivity, if you want to go and investigate or learn or maybe even want to try. Mm, exactly. And um, listen, I don't mind that, you, that you're behind. You're not getting a slap on the wrist because I've been overloading you with work. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be the boss and just blame myself. And also, I'm also stupid enough driving and bumping and... Yeah. Yes, you had an accident this week, madam. Yes. It was last week, but I had to deal with the consequences of that for the days following. (laughs) (laughs) What did your polyamorous husband have to say about your accident? Um, I phoned him and he was most supportive of me. He was not necessarily worried about the fact that my car has been damaged or the fact that I caused damage to somebody else's car. He was more (laughs) worried about my emotional state because I sat on the phone in tears with him driving all the way to work. Did you get support from your sister? Can I call her your sister? Well, for all intents and purposes, she basically is, right? Yeah, she said, she just asked me if I'm okay, but she also doesn't want to overstep boundaries because I've got a little bit of a short fuse when it comes to things. I'll be honest, I do have a short fuse. You've never lost your <laughs> lost your um, temper with me. No, but you and I have a different level of communication. We oh. have that, we've got like no filter between the two of mm. us where we can just, Lola, you fucked up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you listen, Lola, l- listen, last one, listeners, as a disclaimer, Lola never fucks up. <laughs> what shall I say? Lola finds Bunny more often. Bunny, you fucked up. <laughs> okay, that's a lie too. But back to Polly. <laughs> Mr. Dragon, before the break, we uh, discovered a little bit about what is Polly, the difference between being a swinger and being polyamorous or polygamous. What it, what the difference between poly, polyamorous and polygamous is. And um, also we discussed the different poly relationships. And we promised Lola's lustful listeners that when we come back after the commercial break, that we are going to discuss um, why people choose these poly relationships and what the benefits and the hardships thereof are, right? So I'm going to throw you like into the deep end. I'm going to make you swim because you didn't do all of your research and write up all of those notes. I mean, he's got a whole damn Typex pad here, right? He's, 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 he's done his homework. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let you do all of that work and not get all of that information from you for the listeners to learn. So without further ado, let's find out. Let's start with why did you personally choose a, polyg- a polyamorous lifestyle? Um, well, years back, my beautiful wife and I decided we were going to try the swinging side of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was quite a bit of fun. A lot of, lots of fun, actually. Um, until I actually fell in love with one of my partners. And I realized mm-hmm. that, you know, there's, there's more to, more to the life, the life and just the physical parts of it, physical aspects of it. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was this, more or less? That would be roughly about six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah, when we started to, to go into the, the polyamory side of mm, it. Mm. Tell me, what are the benefits of having more than one partner? Well, from a from an emotional and connection perspective, 
those things are, are, are very important. Um, like in my, my case, the, the additional benefit is I do have a very high sex drive, so that does help. <laughs> Katie's like wiping straight <laughs> off yeah, of her forehead, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's fanning. She's <laughs> getting hot under the collar. I mean, I even see your your other um partner sitting there in the corner, keeping to herself. I even see her going, sure, flustered one. <laughs> Let's just say it's really hard to keep up with the black dragon. Okay. Oh, uh, really? I mean, this yeah, is I'm, why he's I'm, got three ladies. <laughs> <Not just> the... <laughs> Yeah, so those are those are the the, the primary things. Um, it's, I think for most people, it's more about the connections that you make mm. and the, the the depth of those connections and then the emotional emotional things you have with other people. So I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go in and again ask this hard question on this specific topic. And oh, I hope he doesn't kick me on my shin for this. And you better love Lola still after this because I still work for you on the CIF, right? I still do. <laughs> no so I wanna I wanna find out. Um, is that, do you think a lot of people use that as a convenient excuse? I've got a high sex drive. My wife doesn't always want to have the amounts of sex that I've got. So now I'm going to choose to have multiple relationships and use, I'm a poly person as an excuse to be fucking around and, and finding out somewhere else. Um, I do believe that there are people out there that do. Mm. Um, but if, if that's going to be your perspective and things, then rather stick to swinging. Mm. Lola's lesson, Lola's lessons enterprises is all about being real, raw, honest, and um, you know, absolutely authentic. So I gotta, I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot like that, but I gotta know. No, you're not putting me on the spot, and I appreciate the question. <laughs> okay, when it comes to the relationships, do you, each of your partners do? Like, so we all we all know about these things called love languages, right? Do your partners speak the same love languages, or are they uh? filling gaps where he, where the other ones don't can't or don't really lean on those type parts of your your need for love in that sense if i may ask no all my relationships offer me something different so it would depend from the person to person as to what i can get from them what they can get from me um so no in, in that sense, no. Uh, every relationship offers you something different and requires something different from you in return. Mm, mm. I like that. And and would you consider that? Would you consider that you, in your own personal capacity, try um, on a daily basis to provide the different relationships with the different necessities to keep them running properly? And I mean, does that not get a little bit much at times? Do you not want to run and hide? Because I can barely live up with myself, and I'm just one lady, right? I can't imagine keeping three females busy, like not busy, but keeping three females happy. I mean, that that must take a lot. It does. It, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and to be honest, I don't always succeed. Oh. You, you do struggle, but um, you know, with a little bit of understanding, things mm. can things can go a long way. I, I must say, I commend you for for saying that the fact that you don't always succeed because that means that you are that you are being real, raw, and honest about this. And it takes a lot to say. Listen, I'm I'm not always fantastic. I'm not I'm always perfect. perfect. We always have to remember we are human. Mm. The only way we are human is by human connection mm. and the fact that because we're human, we're going to fuck up. Mm. Simple truth. Regularly. I mean, I feel sorry for you if all three of your ladies had to be on their period at the same time. 
That <laughs> must <has> happen. <laughs> you lie. That has fucking happened. Okay, Mr. Dragon, Lolo would love to extend at this time with all 950, how many is there? Um, 958. 958 listeners as my, like, as my witness, okay? I would like to extend my home as an open invitation to come and have a drink when all three, when it so happens that the universe, like, punishes you <laughs> to have all three of your ladies on their menstrual cycle at the same time and you have to deal with the PMS you can come and knock on Lana's door okay I would think I'm the grumpiest out of the three never phone me on your period okay I'm telling you now that's a hot this is officially a hard limit we need to no negotiation will take place on this and it, it can get it can get tricky Definitely can get to tricky. <laughs> I think I, what what I like most about you, Mr. Dragon, is your demeanor. I mean, um, you you very. It, it's almost as if you think everything through, and and you're not you're not headstrong. Well, this is this is my perception. Obviously, this is what I see. This is from my viewpoints. Listen, co-host, this is this is Lola's turn. Now you'll have your turn afterwards. <laughs> I'm never I'm never interviewing a co-host husband again because I mean. <laughs> so from from my perspective you you seem like a cool calm and collected person and a caring person all the interactions that i've ever had with you have only been caring and coming from a place of real support love and um understanding i mean just watching you now um your other partner sitting there and she hasn't had the best of days and you're busy stroking her arm and reassuring her and making her feel loved um and making her feel still a part of this this conversation although hello partner do you, can we just hear your voice and say just hello just say hello there we go. That's that's other partner sitting. Also, you're falling asleep there because you're having your arm rubbed so nicely and tickled so nicely. Goshness, do you get the same love and affection? <laughs> do you get the same love and affection, Kobe? If I want it, if I'm, you need it, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got times because of my little bit of ADHD and my <coughs> my brain going off on all sorts of tangents. Because as you know, I'm a very busy person. Mm. I've got a day job and a family, and I cook dinner. Because believe it or not, in this household, I'm pretty much the only one that can cook properly. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you know Lola can't cook. Well, I've invited you for lasagna so many times, Lola. I'm still bloody waiting for that damn lasagna. Why didn't you cook for me today, by the way? You guys ordered bloody KFC. After well, I, went... I wasn't supposed to be here, so I told them to order KFC. <laughs> After I know, but you knew I was coming today. That's we true. had a I meeting today. I should have today. made you some You should lasagna. have made me bloody lasagna. I'm really disappointed. I'm so, I will make it up to you, Miss Lola. Do you know what? Can you please schedule a um a hearing for Monday? I will do that. Okay, but okay. you you can't you can't be in the hearing because you're gonna you're gonna be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um. So generally, I've got my brain. Or shall I say, because I'm so busy and my head's all over the place all the time, mm. I ask for that love and affection, that touch. Mm. Um, otherwise, don't touch money to ask for it. Mm. That's mm. basically the way I speak and Dragon understands that a lot. So Your love lot of, language is different. Yeah, my love language is very different because I've, I'm a sapiosexual. Everything's mm. got to do with the head. Mm. Um, and if I want that physical affection or attention or... Just to have a conversation, I will ask for it mm. because I'm quite. At the same time, I'm also extremely independent. So, um, extremely, independent. extremely independent. Oh, really? I I 
go off on my own road and then I'll come back when I when I'm ready. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mr. Dragon, um let's get let's get into um the benefits and like the negative um aspects of this lifestyle a little bit more. In your opinion, what has been the benefits of this lifestyle for you personally? Obviously, we spoke about this slightly a little bit earlier, and then we went off topic. But I want to circle back to that. So you said, obviously, you've got a high sex drive. That helps a lot. What are the other benefits? Because that, please tell me that's not the only benefit. <laughs> no, it's just the, the, the emotional and intellectual connections that you make with people. Um, but they tend to go into a much deeper level than just your regular friendships or colleagues. Mm. You get you get much a deeper connection with people. Mm. To me, that's like the, the the primary primary drive and focus. Um, a little bit earlier, you mentioned that there's a lot of love. There's there's and and that's something that they said on Sister Wives that show on TLC a couple of years ago. That's something that they touched on quite often as well. Is People in polygamous or polyamorous relationships, it's because there's a lot of love to share and it's almost too much love to give to one person, right? You've, you've got too much love and it's an, it's a waste if you only stick with one person. So wouldn't you um, see or say that that's a benefit as well? Uh, being able to share more love and just like almost what's the, the in Afrikaans you say deal at eight. We, we like, but this, what, what's deal at eight? Hand it out. You're like, you're just handing out um, love everywhere, like almost like it's sweet and it's making everybody happy because love loves what makes the world besides for sex, love makes the world go around, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> sex and money, baby. <laughs> sex, money, and love. Okay. <laughs> we're adding, we're adding the, yeah. Okay, so the negatives. Let's hear about the negatives. Okay. I've got a question for you, Dragon. Um, obviously, you've got multiple poly relationships and play partners that you serve for lack of a better word i mean being saying serve in the kinky world is not necessarily something you say to somebody like black dragon but anyway um excuse me (laughs) (laughs) not your husband your guest not your husband your guest you're gonna get a snack from lola just now (laughs) um obviously there's going to be incidents or um times where one particular partner needs a bit more attention than the other partners or, for example, you've had a couple of visits with some of your partners and one partner is feeling a little bit left out or not prioritized or not getting enough attention. How do you manage that? Um, primarily comes down to, to just communication for me. Actually talking about it, getting to understand exactly where that partner is coming from, where their need is coming from. Um, could even potentially be based upon some insecurity, something that's bothering them, but being able to to talk about it um, and then together deciding on this is the plan we have for going forward, this is how we're going to fix this, and then actually following through on that, actually actioning that specific plan. So, um, listen, lustful listeners, if you guys have just joined us, and uh, goodness gracious, all 957 of you <laughs> listening over various platforms, thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you for listening. We are interviewing Black Dragon on um, this segment of Probably Polly, and we are discussing the relationship dynamic of um, polyamorous in specific, being sp- polyamorous, not polygamous, but polyamorous in specific. And we are currently touching on um, the benefits and also the negativities that surround having this relationship dynamic. Uh, 
Before we continue, I'd just like to send a shout out to a couple of the loyal listeners. Um, I mean, we've got a cash, a cash, you're back. Thank goodness. We've missed you. You've missed a shitload of shows. I hope you're listening to the reruns. Um, we had Steven. We um, have, hold on, let me just get to it. I'm trying to scroll through the whole chat. So these mods are really doing a great job this evening. Goodness gracious. KB, we should give them all a raise. <laughs> I'll tell you what, next time we see them all in the same room, We'll have a shooter with it. I love that. Body shots. Lola loves oh, body, body shots. shots. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm Listen, have you, got, have you got consent from all of your partners for body shots? <laughs> Listen to Lola enforcing that. You see, I can be hierarchy. Hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we've got John also from the CIF. We've got Jolene from the CIF. Um, all of the CIF, the CIF has come out in their masses once again. We've got Mia listening. Hi, Mia. Um, we earlier I saw who did I see? Oh yes, Morgan from season one, the very first episode, season one, um, episode one. Morgan was actually part of the segment that we did. Um, the pilot, we did a pilot with with a uh, pilot with a touch of Polly. So yes. we touched on Polly in the very first episode. That was us. I was in. I yes, was you interviewed were, with you. Yes, that, that night. was the very first interview that I had with you and um, Miss Sparrow, if I'm not mistaken. That's you, Miss Sparrow, um, Morgan, as well as my friend um, Anne. That that I just spoke about. That was yes. asexual. Yeah, yes. she featured on that show. I mean, Frost is here. Hi, Frost. Welcome, Jackie. Jackie Bubbles listens to every episode. So does Zane. Zayn, exactly. Yeah. Zayn's also yeah. Um, we've got Shamain. Hi, Shamain. We've got Catherine. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys are learning a lot. Getting back to it, um, uh, something that you just mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, okay, hold on. We've got a question here. If one of you wants to get another partner, do either of you have a day? Do either of you have a day in the relationship? Okay, we'll get to that question just now. Um, I want to touch on what um, I want to continue with what we were saying before that before I went off on a tangent and I'm and, um, greeting all of the listeners. We in the first episode of the first season of Lola's Lessons, we touched on Polly. And something Miss um, Sparrow said that evening really resonated with me. She said, and I won't ever forget those words. She said, Polly's hard. Polly's sexy. Polly's fucking hard. Those were her exact words. And she went on to say that uh, having a, poly, a, a polyamorous or a, um, polygamous, well, she wasn't talking about polygamy, but poly, having a polyamorous relationship specifically can get very, very lonely. Obviously, it all depends on the kind of relation, the poly relationship that you live. It doesn't look like, it doesn't sound like, um, you know, you guys have that, that those lonely moments. But um, I think this this must be one of the negative facets of this relationship dynamic, right? Is because, and I, I remember this conversation so clearly, because what, how she explained it was sometimes you had a day, right? I mean, you had a fallout with your manager. You had somebody almost bump into you at the robot. Um, you had a beggar like banging on your, your, your window for some money. Um, you had somebody scream at you in a line. You let your groceries um, fall out of your hands and you dropped a tray of eggs. You've just had a shit day, right? And Lola has lots of these fucking days. And you get home and you need that. You need a connection with that special person just to hug you, hold you and say, 
I'm sorry you've had a day, my baby. Come and lie on my lap and let me stroke your hair. I'm speaking specifically from a from a female perspective now. As if I'm I'm saying as if I was like in a relationship. That's what I would like when I get home after a fucking shitty day. Yes, that comfort and that love. Now what happens if you've had a shitty day? You've had a fucking day. Like I had yesterday, I had on while we were busy with Lola's lessons, I had a glass of champagne and a glass of wine in front of me because yesterday I had a fucking day. So that would have been one of those days that I needed that love and affection and and I'm a reassurance that everything's fine. I did a good job. I'm succeeding in life. What happens if my partner, if I were in a in a poly relationship, what happens to me if my partner has a scheduled um visit with with his other relationship? Um with the his partner in the other relationship, that can get very lonely. And wouldn't, wouldn't you consider this to be one of the negatives? Because that would piss me off. I would agree with you, yeah. Um, yes, for the, the partner in need at that point in time, it would be very lonely. But unfortunately, it's just, these things can happen. And again, that comes down to communicating. Mm. Because if, if that partner then comes to you and says, listen, I've had a really shitty day. Um, I really need you right now, even if it's just for five or ten minutes. Again, just that that open, honest communication can go a, ver- a very long way. It can mm. actually help prevent future problems from happening as well. Mm. Because if you're not giving that partner that attention when they need it at that point in time, mm. especially if, like me, who tends to be oblivious at times, mm. let's be honest, I am oblivious at times, um, I don't always understand that my partner may need that right then and there. She mm. can't wait five minutes. She can't wait 10 minutes or wait until tomorrow. She needs it now. Mm. But also, if she doesn't communicate it to me properly. And I don't understand that this is what she needs in that moment. Mm. I can't give it to her. Mm. I love it because that, that stems back to what KB was saying earlier. And I like that for the two of you. I love that for the two of you and for your relationship because you said you're very vocal about what you need and when you need it, right? KB, that's what you said. You said, um, I will say I need love and affection. I, I will say I need a conversation. So I think that's that's gold for you guys. But here's, here's my other concern, right? So you're in a poly relationship. Um, you, well, you, you've, got a, uh, you've got a polycule, like you said earlier. And um, same, same scenario, you get home, um, your partner that that just came home to you has had a shitty day and your other partner that you're supposed to be seeing this evening hasn't seen you for over two weeks because of um, unforeseen circumstances and you guys have missed a couple of um, days to to um, be with one another but your partner that just came home after the very shitty day says to you I, I can't be alone tonight um, my parrot died, okay, and I like I I don't want to be alone tonight. I mean, that's a shitty fucking situation and something that I never want to find myself in. How do you bridge something like that? Because both of them need you. You can't you can't deny the one whose parrots died. You can't deny the one that hasn't seen you <laughs> for a set amount of time. I mean, do you, this is a shitty fucking situation. Talk about a rock at a hard place, right? Yes, that is that is. <clears throat> Sometimes worse than a rock in a hard place. Um, I have found myself recently in such situations, and I have to admit that I did not handle it the way that I was supposed to. Um, ideally, I would have to communicate to the other partner and listen, this is what's happening now. It is an emergency in that sense, 
Um, so I need to tend to this emergency first. Mm. You know, can we reschedule whatever this would be headline mm. for a little bit later, even if it's later that day, later that evening, or the next day, whatever the case may be. Mm. Um, and, and given the fact that it's an emergency, I would hope that my partner would understand mm. and actually be open to, to actually rescheduling in that sense. Mm. It does not happen all the time, unfortunately, and you do find yourself in what we would call, quote, impossible, quote, um, mm. situations. Um, but yeah, it, and again, when you, when you then, like I said, the day or two after that, look back on that situation, mm. um, discussing it and looking at how can this have been handled better mm. or differently mm. and trying to find a way that, that will work for both parties involved. Mm. It does take time and effort. These things don't happen overnight. I think that stems into my question earlier about the um, what what do you do in the situation where your partner or one of your partners doesn't feel prioritized over an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, the situation that you're talking about, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, the, <coughs> I, I want to know, how do you deal with that partner that has been let down or shall I say not feel prioritized even if you're trying to make them feel prioritized? It, it really comes down to the, the, the effort that I have to put in and to, in, into, in, into improving how I interact with that partner to actually make her feel that, that I do care, I do love her, I do appreciate her. Um, and that is an ongoing thing day to day. It's not something you can say, oh, I'm going to only do it for today, and then it's, then it's done. It's, it's an ongoing thing. And to try to find that balance, especially when you have multiple partners, that's not an easy task. So, Mr. Jagan, on this, right, so you know on the COF, Lola's position, right, on, on um, your co-founded community, okay, Lola is known as the lifestyle counsellor, but that's counsellor spelled with a C, so that's like your ward counsellor, right, but let me be the counsellor with an S and give you a top tip, I'll bill you later. Next time that happens, invite both of your partners over and just have like a big ass Christmas bed in front of a TV, hold them both because luckily they get along. I feel sorry for the guys in poly relationships whose uh, partners don't get along, however, in this specific situation. Yeah. But FYI, top tip, top Lola tip, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like see both of them at the same time. Luckily they get along. You, you damn, damn lucky. <laughs> Pots of gold. More negativities. Are there are there any more um, negative rounds to this relationship dynamic that you can think of off the top of your head? What has been really difficult for you, and, and what what struggles have you come to endure within the past couple of years? I love how real and honest and absolutely raw and authentic you've been because that that goes a long way. Um, I love that because it gives somebody so much credibility. Like no human is perfect, and that's what I love about you. So so let's hear about more of the the struggles that you've faced. Um. Primarily, time management. Because let's face it, there's there's only so many hours in a day. Mm. You do need to get some sleep somewhere along the line. Besides, when you've got a high sex drive, <laughs> then even, sleep doesn't matter. <laughs> even even when you have a high sex drive, because if you don't sleep enough, you ain't gonna be able to perform. 
let's let's be realistic. And you've got three ladies to keep happy. Let's be honest. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, primarily time management. Just making sure that everybody gets adequate time from me. Mm. That they actually feel that it's not rushed. That they actually feel appreciated. Mm. Um, if there are any potential insecurities, and addressing those, finding finding solutions to those, and then actually following through with those specific things. Mm. Same with jealousies. If you have jealousies, you need to verbalize it. You need to, mm. to, to talk about it. Find what's the root cause for it mm. and address the root cause instead of trying to just fix on the, fixate on the, the symptoms. Mm. That's beautiful. So when it comes to your partners, being you've got two autonomous relationships and you've got a play partner, do you work on a like schedule on when you see them, play with them, Go to parties, whatever it is that you do. Can I interject here before we before you answer? Remember that question. We we've um heard the 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 um phrase autonomous quite a couple of times, and I promised the listeners right in the beginning that we're going to um define this phrase for them because it's important that they understand what we're saying. What is autonomous? What is KB? What what do you understand under the term autonomous? Well, the the, the dictionary term of autonomous is self control, self care, self like. You are responsible for yourself. It's all self-contained. So mm. each relationship in this perspective is self-contained. Mm. Um, for example, um, my relationship with Black Dragon has no con uh, connotations or, um, shall I say... You've got no say over his other relationships. I've, I've got no say over his other relationships. But at the same time, my relationship with him should not affect any of the other relationships. Mm. Okay, okay. Is that is that your understanding too, Blackberry? It's my understanding, but the, the practical application thereof is not always what we need or want it to be. Okay. Because you're going to have somebody that has a, an expectation mm. that needs to be addressed, and your other partners might not necessarily agree with it or be happy with it, and then it comes down to how do you manage that? Mm. How, do you, how do you communicate that there's an expectation for whatever reason? Mm. Um, and yeah, basically just coming down again to communication, finding a solution to the problem and then following through with that specific solution. Okay, let's hear about schedule because if you need a schedule, Lala can do that for you too, but it's billable, billable per, per half hour, okay? I'll still, bill you for the, I'll still bill you for the previous top tip. I mean, that's coming, bills in the mail. But if you need a schedule, I can set that up for you too. Kaby, can you sort us out a schedule there for me, please? <laughs> I love you, you see, you see how well I am at like um delegating. delegating. <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn that. Right, so there was never a skill of mine. Let's get back to schedules. Have you got a schedule? Well, at, at the moment, um, throughout the week, I spend time with maybe. Mm. Um, on weekends, I spend time with my other partner. Um, mm. And as for my play partner, at this point in time, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the last last few times I've seen her, I've seen her like roughly every second week. Um, so that is, that seems to be the, the schedule for now, mm. but that's what we're working on and basing our, our plans around. So that's what we have at this mm. point in time. But I mean, so I obviously know you guys quite well as well. I'm, I'm lucky enough to, to have a favorite poly family, my poly people. And I happen to know that you guys spend a lot of weekends all together. I mean, that's, that's KB, you and your, your um, other, other, other partner, as well as you, Black Dragon, and your partner. So the four of you just share a home, share a weekend. Um, and I mean, 
that, that that's obviously where where it stops, listeners. It's not necessarily that they all sleep together. We've already covered this question. If you didn't hear it, <laughs> if you missed it, and you only just joined us, go and re-listen to the episode from the beginning so that you understand where we're heading with this. But you guys do spend a lot of time together, and I think that's beautiful because that's 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 the family dynamic of it, right? And that's what makes you guys different um, from the swingers because it's literally living together, it's it's evolving together, it's loving, it's real, and it. I'm sure it can be hard. Have all four of you had a fallout at the same time? Like everybody fighting with everybody because there's two menstrual cycles and two pe- two men that had a bad week. Have you guys ever had a fallout like that? No, not not to that extent. Lucky no, you. No. So far we have been lucky. Um, but our, our arrangement is uh, KB will spend time with her partner. Mm. Uh, I spend time with my partner. And then like... Usually, like in the mornings, Gabby will like wander into our room and like come for a cuddle and just like, how are you guys doing? And we have a bit of a chat and then she'll go back and that's to and fro, but also taking consideration, we do have a a little one. So we also work together to to have like proper time with him, make sure that he's getting the love and attention that he needs. So that is extremely important to us. That's like our primary focus. We've always agreed that he comes first, irrespective of, of our other relationships and dynamics. He has to be prioritized above all else. I actually got goosebumps when you mentioned that now because I wasn't going to bring it up because we didn't uh, we didn't agree to discuss this on air. Um, but this is something very special to me, and thank you for thank you for giving us an insight into that part of your your um life. So you and your your wife KB have have um a little one together. Um, how? How was it? Was it a um? And uh, just one question on this: Was it a evolution process with the extra with the, with the other with KB's partner and your partner when you guys spend time together all together in one house over a weekend um that everybody takes care of of the little one together was it an evolution process or did it just kind of naturally happen um as human nature would so intend if you don't mind me prying of course no no um the agreement between KB and myself is that uh, our little one is our responsibility mm. If our partners get involved, um, playing with him, swimming with him, whatever the case may be, that is entirely up to them. Mm. They don't. They don't have to. There's no expectation of that. Mm. Obviously, it does make it a lot easier. Mm. Um, but the primary focus being that attention must definitely come from mom and dad. And then, if there's additional attention, wonderful. If it's not, mm. that that main attention from mom and dad is still there. That's the important part. Wow. Wow, that's I've got goosebumps. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for allowing me to ask the question as well. If if I may add to that, um, if you look at our dynamics, my partner generally does not get involved um, in the day to day runnings of like family, um, as he understands that we are the the core family. My black dragon and myself with our child. Um, he does not really get involved in that, but they all definitely benefit on the fact that there is an eat schedule and a sleep schedule and all of that type of thing because I get up and I go cook dinner and or bake breakfast and because none of them cook, I make bacon and eggs for breakfast. Listen, nobody nobody makes a breakfast better than Lola, I'm just saying. You make lasagna, I'll make breakfast next time. You're sorry to interrupt. Continue as you were. It depends on what your breakfast is. We were talking bacon and eggs. Listen, just this morning I made bacon Patties, eggs, 
French toast, normal toast, grilled uh, grilled onion, well, fried onions and grilled tomato. So are you sure? I'm coming for breakfast by Lola. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just going to say, you know, what? we go for breakfast by Lola and then we stay there for lunch. You make lasagna and, then, you know, we can figure out dessert as we go along. I mean, that's sexy. I mean, Polly's sexy, right? <laughs> Um, listen, lastful listeners. Uh, before I say listen, lastful listeners. and have a question to ask. Yeah, I was going to say, like, before I end the show, let me just go back to my co-host, yeah? <laughs> and make sure, like, she's asked everything that she wanted to ask. Okay, so one of the listeners asked, if you have a potentially new relationship that you want to start, how does that work with regards to your other partners that pre-exist? Is there a consent thing that you have to ask? Or... Um, do, is there a thing of you just notify them? Because um, obviously you also need to consider the fact that there's SCRs, SCDs flying around, um, tests need to be done. Obviously we use FAM, FAMCA. Um, but brand name. Yes, brand name, FAMCA. Drop there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, FAMCA and Epicenter, there we go. Yeah. How, how does that work in terms of you bringing in a new partner, for example, with your pre-existing partners being there? Okay, so in, in in the way that I work with my partners is if I want to, to start an, an official relationship or even consider playing with that protection, I would need their consent. Um, that's just my preference. I know not everybody runs that way, but that is how I prefer it because then I know that they feel safe. They feel protected. They feel that I care about their input and their feelings regarding the matter. Mm. That's the, the the short of the long. I absolutely love that. Um, I, honestly, I think the fact that you guys are still being safe and exploring, and um, like having that consent and negotiation as a part of your everyday life, and how um you guys agree on everything and discuss everything ahead of time, I think that's very important for the listeners to hear and to understand and to make sense of because that's what's, that's obviously in essence what makes you guys a successful poly the polycule, right? Yeah, look, I'm not going to say we always agree. Mm. Um, there are obviously topics that, that we, we have our disagreements on as to what should and should not be allowed. But again, it comes down to, to discussing, negotiating, working it out, seeing if you can find a way forward. Mm. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't want to necessarily do anything that's going to upset my partners. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, that's like digging my own grave. Mm. Not something I really want to get into. Mm. Last question before I say goodnight to the listeners. Would you in future look at adding more to your to your polycule? Or is that like a is that a hard limit question for me to be asking right now? Is there something would you ever consider adding more to your to your polycule? Well, at this point in time, I'm definitely looking at adding my play partner as a as a proper partner. But that is something that Obviously, like I said, we have to go through the entire process, mm. um, and and that does take time. It's not something you just like snap your fingers and boom, there it is. Mm. It doesn't work like that. 
I'm very happy to hear that Mr. Black Dragon isn't going to be um, seen as South Africa's ex um, president, right? And on that <laughs> note, <laughs> and on that note, let's stay away from anything race, anything religion, and anything <laughs> politics. Gosh, I'm committing for like podcast suicide this evening. I can just see it. Do, well, do, do. <laughs> we've still got um, a, a full 957 listeners, so it couldn't have been that shit, right? <laughs> Listen, Lustfuls, thank you for joining us this evening. We were covering the poly section and poly dynamics within, ethic, within the realm of ethical non-monogamous relationship dynamics. We were joined this evening by um, the Dragon Family. Can I call you guys the Dragon Family? That's, I mean, that, that sounds amazing. Miss KB. Miss Lola. Was it fun being like in front of the mic and instead of being typing on the, the app and being production manager or being... Yeah, I know. I'm. We're gonna have. I'm gonna knuckle on the knuckles. It was it fun, like being in front of the mic instead of just typing away. I I had a lot of fun. It was actually a lot of fun having a a, a full on conversation mm. and being able to participate in the topic that we have on on hand. Mm. Yeah. Also, you're lucky enough that it was your husband that we were interviewing. <laughs> I mean, I could probably help with a lot of the other stuff. I on some of the other topics you cover. Listen, Lola was very kind to you tonight. I gave you an easy one. Next time it won't be this easy, right? Expect a hard one. Watch me prepare, Miss Lola. <laughs> such a good so, <laughs> There we go. Floodgates. The floodgates just <laughs> open, guys. <laughs> Um, last for listeners, uh, that's what, that's it for this evening's segment on probably Polly. If you aren't monogamous and you aren't a swinger, it could very well be that you're probably Polly. Remember to discuss, ask consent, and negotiate everything with your partner before engaging in any other relationship dynamics. Don't be a fool, mother trucker. Be clever, be intelligent, and do the right thing. In the Lola's Lessons production, um, like the whole spin-off season of Lola's Lessons, what you guys can expect to see this coming week on Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Uh, Central African time, Lola and um, my fabulous, iconic co-host, Miss, um, Miss Kitten, will be navigating, negotiating with Domino Faye. That's 9 p.m. Wednesday evening, Central African time. Don't miss that one. That one is going, that one is absolutely guaranteed to be a killer. Next week on Lola's Lessons Friday, 9 p.m. with Miss Carmen Ellie, the goddess of pleasure herself. We are going to be talking about promoting we are not going to be talking about we are going to be promoting pillow talk because you can't expect to have an absolute amazing sex life without doing some work and putting in some hustle and increasing and absolutely defining your pillow talk techniques what is pillow talk we'll talk about that next week um, on Saturday evening, um, we are covering, well, hold on, where we, go, where we go, there we go. We are covering slow and steady to be swinging ready because you can't just decide today I want to be a swinger and tomorrow I'm going to be monogamous because there's like a way of doing things and there's, it's better to do things right as opposed to getting it done. So let's teach you guys how to go slow and steady until you're swinging ready before just diving in there and um, getting Getting on that playground swing swing set, right? Mr. Dragon, you um, nudged to say something before I finished. Did you want to no, say? I'm saying I need to listen to that, uh, the pillow talk. 
I mean, I don't, that, I, I don't have game with pillow talk. I don't think I've got good. I talk a lot, but I talk a lot of shit. So <laughs> I can definitely use some some guidance when it comes to pillow talk. Personally, Miss Lola, if I watch you on the COF, I think you've got game when it comes to pillow talk. Oh, Miss Mal, look at you. Also, are you sitting so close? I might just hold your leg, baby. <laughs> and that's it for this evening's segment on Probably Polly. Tune in this coming week. It's bound to be a killer and a stellar week for us. And on that bombshell, lustful listeners, to all 950 odd of you, we love the lot of you. Stay safe, stay sane, stay cyber. And remember to tune in this week for Lola and all of her lessons. Good night and goodbye. Do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun and deeply nourishing sacred intimacy couples retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage, and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info.